everyone, welcome to episode three of Grow in the Wild. This episode we have a very special guest and we're going to be talking about mental health. So get comfortable and enjoy. Hello people of the internet, welcome. Thank you so much for joining Grow in the Wild. My name's still Sam. And I'm still Abijah. And we are still here in lovely Ottawa, Ontario, where the snow has finally melted. We're a part of Greenbelt Church and we're on the digital ministry team. That's all true. All true. All true. Thank you for the validation. Mm -hmm. So I think what we're going to do is ignore, sorry. Ignore <laughs> our special guest. Sorry. If you can tell, we have a special guest here. If but, you're but listening on audio, you wouldn't, wouldn't be able know, to tell. But if you can see, you can see. But we're going to introduce her in a couple seconds. O are you okay with that? I'm fine with all that. Right, Absolutely. Perfect. Thank you. But we're going to jump right in with the verse of the day. Great. So our verse of the day today is from First Peter Five, verse 7 and it says cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you incredible wow. him is jesus for anyone who didn't know yeah you can tell <laughs> yeah but okay so anyway so today we're doing things a little bit different and we're really going to talk about the wild you know the thing we mention in pretty much every podcast um so in our society today so many people struggle with depression, anxiety, and all different sorts of mental health difficulties. Um, we hear every day about suicides, and we pretty much all know someone who deals with mental health, whether it be yourself or someone you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, thankfully, society's made big strides towards um, overcoming these the, the stigma attached to it, at least, mm -hmm. and uh, helping people cope with what they have. But there's a lot of people who don't realize that the best resource you can have is our wonderful counselor, God. Amen. <laughs> so, hi. Hi. This is our special guest. M m not miss. Mrs. Mrs. That's how that works. <laughs> English. <laughs> so, Mrs. Danielle Presso. Um, for anyone who can see, we kind of look a little bit similar. You poor dear. Oh, goodness. <laughs> That's not true. But um, that would actually be because she's my birth giver, my mom. <laughs> yes, I did give birth yes. to you. Yes, you did. I Thank remember. You. You're welcome. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for doing that for me. You're welcome. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? You know, what you do in the church, what you do for careerness? Sure, yeah. I can do that. Okay. So as Sam said, my name's Danielle Presso, and um, here in the church, I'm the director of life group ministry. And so what that means is uh, when we have groups that meet together for Bible study or uh, also to care for one another, pray for one another, uh, I sort of oversee that area of ministry. And then I also do a ministry outside of the church. Um, I'm a chaplain, a community chaplain uh, for an organization called Beacon of Hope. Great. Yeah. So we invited Danielle uh, to join us today for quite a few reasons. Uh, what she does in the church and outside of the church uh, helps a lot of people. Um, and she's also agreed to share her own personal story today. Which is so exciting. Thanks. Thanks for doing that. My pleasure. So do you want to <laughs> jump right into your story with the difficulties and yep. all the things? Sure, I can <laughs> share. Thanks. So, um... I would say, as it pertains to mental health, this has been an ongoing issue that has been a part of my life pretty much for 
as long far back as I can remember. Mm -hmm. Although diagnosed with a mental health struggle um, would have been over the last probably three or four years. Mm -hmm. um, but as I say, looking back now that I I've gotten past that kind of denial and worked through some of the stigma over the years and just not wanting to talk about any mental health uh, difficulties and challenges. Uh, now looking back and really being real about things, I, I could say uh, as a child I had some mental health difficulties, especially around um, anxiety. Um, was, you know, kind of one of those kids that, um, you know, involved myself in, in some, a little bit of self-harm. And when I say a little bit, I, I know that today I've heard of kids that do cutting and things like that. I was somebody that, you know, would sort of take stress and difficulties and, and, and do, you know, picking and keep, pick, pick, pick a scab until it bleeds and then it would cover over again and do it again. So a little bit of self-harm in that way. And now looking back, I realized that a big part of that was just the inner anxiety and turmoil and how I was handling it and how I was dealing with it and not really talking about things. So that was something that I can think back and remember. I can also remember, you know, thoughts of, you know, some, some unhealthy thoughts that I had growing up and, and picturing self-harm and things like that or picturing myself being hurt in different ways and having those types of, you know, regular kind of obsessive thoughts. And so again, uh, a lot of anxiety that was undealt with as a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, and then as I got older, I've had struggles with uh, um, mental health in terms of um, as a young adult kind of working through um, relational difficulties and things like that and learning how to um, relate with, you know, a partner and things like that. So that's been, that's been a struggle for sure and that I've had to learn how to just really voice some of the difficulties. Mm -hmm. And then um, in post... Uh, natal time as well where again should have been diagnosed but had some depression at, in those years as well so really it's been an ongoing thing for my entire life that was never really addressed until the last probably two three four years somewhere in there and it's crazy to hear how like you went on for so long without like being diagnosed and stuff because I know for us in like high school it's such a prevalent thing that's being discussed, right? Like, yeah. like kids getting diagnosed with like depression and anxiety from like the age of like 11, 12, mm -hmm. you know, like it's, it's crazy to see like how big of a thing it is now. But then when you were a kid, it's like, you didn't talk about it. You didn't realize it was a thing. Like, right, right. That's pretty crazy. And so that's something that I'm actually really excited about. Not excited, but <laughs> happy, yeah. happy that it's something that can be talked about today. Yeah. And, and even now as an adult, um, you know, I have uh, one of my children who's de who deals with anxiety. I have a husband who deals with anxiety mm -hmm. and depression. And so it's, it's not only myself that has had these challenges and struggles. I have others mm -hmm. around me that I've been able to support. Um, but it's really, really good for me to know with having been in that place of I can't really talk or I can't really share or felt that way, mm -hmm. felt a bit in denial, to know that it is okay today. And, yeah. and so that's what I encourage. I, I encourage mm -hmm. real life, let's talk about mm -hmm. real things. And it came from God. Like our verse of the day, like cast it on him. Like yeah. he, he's told us since the beginning to bring it to him. But it's also great how we're able to like bring it to people too, mm -hmm. like talk about the problems and I just find that really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And so, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so how does life look now, now that you're talking about it, now that mm -hmm. it's a discussion like with God, with, um, with people, like medically, 
compared to how it looked like then? And like, yeah. what's different? How did you get here? So what I can say is uh, the big thing that I had to face was come up against that denial mm. because I was just trying to, I <laughs> was trying to hold everything together. And so I think, I think where the anxiety came up and where depression and eventually came up was because of this sense of uh, I'm trying to hold everything together in, in a reality where I can't. Mm -hmm. None of us really can hold everything together. And so a big part, like what you just said, was that I, I did cast my burdens upon God. Mm -hmm. That was really hard, though, because especially somebody that's been trying their whole life to hold everything together mm -hmm. so that you don't unravel was like, I, I did, I kind of unraveled a bit, but that was actually the best possible thing I could have done. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. So Danielle, you talked about how, um, how God has kind of helped you through this. You want to mm -hmm. talk more about, um, more about that and like kind of elaborate on it and as well, like talk about how that helps you help other people. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for me, one of the things that I've found is, uh, a a couple of verses especially. One is Philippians 4, 6 to 7, and that says, um, um, sorry, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So that's been awesome for me to learn and to know about uh, in, in terms of do not be anxious about anything. How do I not be anxious about anything? I'm anxious. Yeah. But it tells you actually in this verse what I needed to do. So do not be anxious about anything. Instead, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. Mm -hmm. And then what happens later, as I present those requests, I've actually found what it says in this verse that the peace that makes no sense comes over me. And so it's not to say anxiety, oh, if I had an anxiety disorder, it's gone. But it is to say through things that make me anxious, there's a bigger chance that if I bring it to God and, and take it off myself and bring it to him, that I, I'll feel better because he's actually in control far more than I am. Mm -hmm. And there's so many times I try to take control, but if I give it to him, I actually feel his peace. So that's one thing. Another verse that's really helped me is um, from 2 Corinthians uh, 10, verse 5. And that one talks about um, um, taking every thought captive. And when I say taking every thought captive, I mean, I've had a lot of thoughts over the years. And yeah. some of the... <laughs> I'm a thinker, that I'm happens. also a talker. <laughs> but a lot of thoughts over the years that aren't necessarily healthy. You know what I mean? Like sometimes I, I actually used to have a tape that would run through my mind. Like, oh, why did you do that? Oh, that was stupid. Or, oh my gosh, why? That's, that's ridiculous. Oh, that person hates you or whatever. So I had that kind of tape that would go through my mind. And so one of the things that I've learned is that I need to take every thought captive, captivate that thought and say, does this actually align with who I am and the truth of how God sees me? And mo any of those things I just shared about, like, you're stupid or da, 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 that person hates you. Like, none of that is true. Yeah. So when I bring it out onto the table and go, are these things true or not, it actually has helped me to go, hang on now. Well, I'm actually believing some things about myself that aren't true. And so that's helped me a lot. So those things, um, helping to teach others about it, has been really, really helpful. Um, and... Um, you started off the talk talking about our greatest counselor, and I, I really believe in the strength of the Holy Spirit. So in every time that I help other people, 
I trust that he is actually the one at work because my journey has actually brought me so much closer to God. So having so much more confidence in him and away from myself, because I mean, who am I? (laughs) I'm just somebody who has struggled just like everybody else struggles. And God has been the hero of my story. It's like you're the, you would be called the counselor, but then really the ultimate counselor who's working through you, who's yeah. the one really, really yep. pushing and just using you, you know? Exactly. And, and I trust you. and I have to pray before I meet with somebody mm-hmm. that he will show up. Mm-hmm. And, I, and he always does. And so that's been pretty incredible that's to work beautiful. with the Holy Spirit and have him be the counselor, me just kind of. A facilitator is what I would pr- probably prefer to call it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me here. Dude, it's our honor. Yeah. <laughs> all, all of our honor. Yeah. All four of us. All four like, of us. Like, Karen, Karen and Carly. Karen and Carl. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yep. So if there was one last thing you could say to the people watching mm-hmm. who might be struggling with these c- kinds of things, what would you say to them? Um, I think the biggest thing I would say, Abijah, is if you need help, find help. Because that was really my biggest difficulty growing up was I just didn't turn for help. I didn't know that I could. You can. There is help available. And so uh, I would suggest to anybody who's struggling with anxiety or depression or any form of suicidal thoughts or any, any mental health difficulties, talk to somebody. There's teachers. There's, you know, y- there's parents. There's uh, friends and friends' parents. It's find an adult that you can talk to um, and go to your doctor. Your doctor can help you. There's a number of different ways um, and also even therapy. So a lot, of, a lot of things that really have helped me uh, and talk to God, right? Mm-hmm. So you, it's, it, it's, it's a whole package and uh, you want to make sure that you're, you're really reaching out. I think that would be the best thing I can offer as advice. Yeah. Most, so many people who deal with those things probably feel like there's no one that loves them enough mm. that wants to help them yeah. but it's just so great there's so many countless people that you might not even know mm-hmm. who loves you so much yeah. and wants to help you so that's just incredible mm-hmm. so thank you so much you're welcome for coming in thank and you joining us we really really appreciated you sharing everything being so vulnerable it was really helpful for us and i am sure it probably helped at least one person Mm. on the big internet (laughs) who's dealing with these things yeah thank you so much my pleasure thank you for having me of course i mean if you liked it you know what to do if you didn't like it hit that like feel free to dislike even if 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 you didn't like it still gives us some yeah it it lets us know (laughs) that it was bad because like But I don't think it We'd was. prefer a thumbs up. I yeah. mean, it doesn't really matter. Anyway. But be real. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> what we're saying. Subscribe if you're new. And uh, we're on every platform that has podcasts. Yep. So be sure to check it out. Um, if you like him, like us. If you follow him, follow us. <laughs> and uh, and if, you, if you really appreciated this podcast, feel free to share it with one person. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tell one person about it. Tell someone. Cool. All right, so thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next time on Grow in the Wild. Adios, everyone. Thanks for watching. Bye.